Hallelujah. But tonight we are happy to be here. Um, tonight we want to share something for. How many here are Basenta leaders or shepherds? Basenta leaders or shepherds? The rest of you, what are you? You are Christians. Can I see Basenta leaders? Basenta leaders. Beautiful. Can I see shepherds? Who are shepherds? Shepherds. Can I see ordinary Christians who are serious? Then they ask somebody, what are you? If your hand didn't go up, what are you? What are you? What are you? Tonight we are starting a, a new journey. We are continuing a journey on being a spiritual Christian. And our spirituality is not just for show. You don't become a spiritual person just to become, but it's for a purpose. And um, one of the purposes is to work for the Lord. And there are many, there are many things you can do in life. And um, working for God is one of them. And my prayer this evening is that we will commit ourselves to do this thing hard and strong and I believe that at the end of it we'll be so satisfied hallelujah and I think it's what are you doing with your life what are you doing with your life because your life can end at any point in time if your aim is to be a, a doctor and then you die in fifth year you never got there if your aim is to be a good Christian even from class 3 you can be a good Christian you can get there at any stage and just get better and better but if you have a target you may never get there before your life ends on earth are, are you with me so tonight I'm, I want to give you a target a goal something to do with your life and I believe that God will help us to accomplish it shall we pray father thank you so very very much for every blessing thank you for the calling we have on ourselves to be your workers in this land thank you for the privilege of knowing you jesus and serving you and let that privilege be extended all the days of our life not just a season as we do our best for you thank you thank you thank you so very much in Jesus' name, and all the saints said, amen. amen. God bless you. you. may be seated. Um, you know, as a rule, as a rule, this evening, I'm preaching about the privilege of, of serving the Lord. And um, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. Amen. Um, one of the privileges of being a pastor is that you can sit at the front. It's a privilege. And so pastors who choose not to sit at the front, uh, I, I wonder your interpretation of this privilege. Uh, I, I, I don't, do you understand? It's like you have the chance to go and sit first class. They choose economy. Is the person wise? Yeah, you can choose business class. They say, no, I like economy because I'm humble. I don't think it's humility. So 
uh, let's address it. Pastors at the back, please relocate and come to the first three rows. It's a privilege. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. And somebody is jealous. Who wish he was here? But you have a don't like. Anyway, this evening, um, what's what we are doing with our lives, what we are aiming for, what we are trying to achieve. Most of us have goals, aspirations, targets. Some professions are, are a privilege. Hallelujah. When we ask people, what do you want to do? I want to be a doctor. I mean, the, the two professions which jump out immediately are medicine and law because these are the so-called prestigious professions and um, most universities you need the highest grades to enter into these cut off medicine is maybe six cut off for sushiso is about 22 or, or or something am i not seeing that thing well about 22 or 18 or something but for medicine is six or seven you want to do engines is about seven or eight you want to do archaeology 32 <laughs> you can get inside and and so some professions have been ranked as first class oh, am i not is that yeah they've been ranked as high first class you know so um, most people if you have a doctor and a lawyer you are you are you are privileged i mean this what are you? I'm a doctor. Wow, you're a doctor. What are you? I'm a lawyer. Hey, you're a lawyer. Mm, then we look at you well. You're a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant. So those professions are ranked as, as high. Even though they, are not, they may not be rich. I once met a lawyer at the high court. When I saw him, I had to look again. He was wearing a black coat. And the black had become green. Yeah, it had been, it had seen days. And his white shirt, the collar was frayed. It was scattered. And he was carrying a, a, a briefcase. The briefcase, I saw some, my father had one. <laughs> 1942 briefcase. <laughs> old leather, you know, old leather. Not, not artificial leather, real leather. Very old. Cracked and... and and I said, this man is a lawyer, but Charlie, no. and, and don't think all doctors are uh, uh, doing well. No, 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 no. Look, you will see teacher taking Uber and bolts and taxi. And you see doctor taking trotro. True or not true? Yeah, it's not at all that automatically these are all great professions. No, it is, it is, it's, it's got potential. But we human beings have ranked them as, as great professions. Hallelujah. Secondly, also, there are some new professions that have become great because of some people. I mean, some time ago, I was talking to some young men, a young man, and I was chatting with him. Ask him, what do you want to become? You know, a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer. What do you want to become? 
and he told me and I was surprised do you know what he said I want to be a footballer I said footballer as a profession why he said that Ronaldo has money <laughs> and, and Messi is among the richest men Ronaldo and Messi I mean I think uh, Messi earned about 250 million something last year 90 million from football and 100 million from advertising and he said actually there's money there's money in football hey and I said that well <laughs> it's true Mombat and, and you see in the in the when Abedipele was a footballer I don't think there were so many who were trying to become footballers because they didn't strike the money as these guys are making their money though they were very good I mean when Pele was a footballer he himself the original Pele I don't think that all the young boys say oh I want to be a footballer every boy you see around on TV just just a, a few but because the recent footballers have made big money it has made the profession attractive yeah so many more are trying to become uh, uh, footballers and and you see because in ghana we don't know basketball much but a few basketballers have also made the profession very attractive as they are known so we are very not many ghanians know uh, michael jordan well most know michael jordan but if you ask anybody else they don't know steve curry they don't know the other stars but they can name 10 or 11 top footballers so football has become an attractive profession and i saw some young man no, he wasn't young he was about uh, 19 or 20 and he says i want to be a footballer <laughs> and i told him at your age you are retired <laughs> if now at your age you want to be a footballer when will you be a footballer because at your age people are, are, are at their peak in the Premier League, and you are in Ghana here looking for a, a, a team to play for, you know. But the few names, a, a few known names, have made footballing an attractive profession. Um, sprinting. Look, Usain Bolt he has become very rich, but people don't know him. If you go and ask the average Bantama High Street boy who is Usain Bolt, they'll say, Wana. You don't know him. So, the fact, the fact that even in athletics, you can make a lot of money, it's not well known. Because the man who made money there is not well known. And therefore, not many are striving to become athletics or athletes not many just a few most of us are trying to go into academics and things so this evening what I'm trying to say is that the role of individuals has great power to change professions there I mean a single person can make a are you here this evening a single person a single person can make a big difference in how many people see one thing 
um, for example, names. I mean, one name that since I was born, only one boy I've had with this name. And he too cried, he was a bad boy. The name is Adolf. Ask somebody, will you call your son Adolf? Tap your neighbor. Will you call your child Adolf? And almost people just smile and say, maybe my last word. But I'll stop before the last word. Because Adolf follows Hitler. And straight away we see a man who has who has killed a lot of a lot of peoples. Hallelujah. Another very, very beautiful name, which means praise, is Judas. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> Judas means praise. So ask your neighbor, will you call your son praise? Will you call your son praise? You will. You call him praise. Yes, praise is a very good name. But will you call him Judas? So tap your neighbor. Ask him, how many Judases do you know in the Bible? Only one. Only one person betrayed Jesus. But that one who was called Judas has spot the name Judas. That a very good name, that means praise has been spot. Amen. Another very good name, the morning star. Oh, what a beautiful name. The bright and morning star. What a nice name. The bright and morning star. Also called Lucifer. How many will name their son Lucifer? The bright and morning. No, you see, we in this church, before you name it, we ask you, what is the meaning of that name? So when you come and stand here and say, my son's name is the bright and morning star, who will come for you? Who will come for you? The bright and morning star. That is my son's name. Also known as Lucifer. No. But how many Lucifers were there? only one so one man has changed a name to make it unacceptable yeah how many will call their son bitter bitter oh ask your neighbor how many will call their son or their daughter you call them bitter raise your hand if you call your son or daughter bitter. Nobody. Nobody. I'm shocked. How many know anybody called bitter? Oh, ask about do you know anybody called bitter? Not sour, bitter. <laughs> you don't know anybody called bitter. How many know somebody called Mary? Mary means bitter. Mary means bitter. Mara. That's what Naomi said. When she came back, said, my life has become bitter. Don't call me Naomi, call me Mara. Mara is Mary. But one lady called Mary has changed the name to become a sweet name. One lady. So now the name called bitter, we like it. 
Are you here this evening? Yeah. So one person or individuals have the power to influence a whole area or, or a whole profession or a whole um, um, area by their doings and their undoings. Hallelujah. So tonight, I want to introduce to you a very special profession that you don't know about. But because the man who exemplified it is so great, the man who, if somebody wants to be a footballer because of Messi and Ronaldo and, and who else? Neymar and, and who else? Don't go your eyes. No. I come to meet him again. No. Don't call that person. If, if somebody wants to be a footballer because of such people, then this evening I want us to consider a profession by one of the greatest human beings who ever lived. The man who did the most good, helped the most people, raised the most money, built the most churches, has gone to every single country and is doing well there. And that man is the man Jesus Christ. Yeah. That man is the man Jesus Christ. And when they asked him, Jesus, what are you? Are you a doctor or a lawyer or a footballer? So my son can be like you. Then he said, John chapter 10 verse 11, I am a good shepherd. That's what I am. I am a good shepherd. Yes. I'm a shepherd. I'm not a carpenter. I've done carpentry before. I can drive. I'm not a driver. In my house, when the bulbs burn, I change the bulbs myself. Not an electrician. No. No, no, no. I'm a pastor. And he said, I know how to do carpentry. I know various other things. But when you ask, what am I? Then he said, I am a good shepherd. So this evening, I want us to understand that one of the best professions, the best occupations, the best jobs you can do in your life, looking at the people who are our role models, is to be a shepherd. Amen. It's to be a shepherd in this lifetime. Yes. And I'll tell you, being a shepherd, you know, maybe you haven't thought about it. And you see, a lot of people haven't thought about these things because those who don't know, um, once, once, uh, once somebody, was, somebody was somewhere and he met, he met a little boy and asked the little boy, what do you want to be? And the boy said, I want to be a policeman. Because in their village, the most powerful man there was the policeman. That's what he knew. That's what he knew. In, in his small world, the policeman and the headmaster were the two champions. Amen. In a small village, these two men, policeman and the headmaster, they are very powerful. And what he knows has framed his world. Tonight, I want to introduce you to a new world led by a man who you may know about him. But you see, we haven't added things well to see that this man 
what he was what he did above all else was shepherding shepherding and if you want to follow a very noble profession you want to do something significant in this world i will tell you be a shepherd amen be a shepherd hallelujah because when jesus had to choose a profession that's what he chose many people we choose professions because of somebody oh yeah i became a pharmacist because of my big brother who's a pharmacist so he used to come home in the nights you know when we're younger we are all in one room seven brothers ten brothers twenty brothers in one room true or not true why are you not looking as if it's not true all in one room and then he would come then he would tell us how pharmacy is this and that and he was going to hey i said this thing is nice so i will do some and to them i was a pharmacist not because i knew anything but because my my brother was a pharmacist you know after i followed him then i saw what it was then i began to like it myself but i came inside by virtue of somebody else and and many people they are following professions from what they have seen or heard not from what they know and after you do it then you get to know what this thing is and so tonight one of the best best look one of the best professions you can do in this world is to be a shepherd hallelujah is to be a man who will shepherd people and my aim starting tonight and for a couple of weeks is to let you understand who a shepherd is what a shepherd is and how significant that shepherding role is for you to say listen i'll be one hallelujah i'll be one many of us probably have had a little exposure to shepherding and um, that process of of getting to know it probably was a bit hard and expensive and that is how come some of you especially basenta leaders have resigned they they were dropouts they were medical school third year when they saw their workload they said hey i didn't know and call you and then they said oh let's resign and so they resigned they dropped out medical school third year fourth year and then he said, oh, Charlie, let's go and find a simpler job to be. Like, like what? Carpenter or, or, or something. Or maybe let's go and do something easier, like uh, politics or something. <laughs> you know, so, so some started this job and then they resigned along the way because of some hurdles they met. Look, most professions, hey, nowhere easy. Carpenter. Let me tell you something. Most of you, if I give you a hammer and a nail, you can't nail the nail into wood. Most of you who are here. Yeah. If I give you a hammer and a nail and I leave you for 10 minutes, I will hear Ajay. I will hear Ajay. I will come and see you holding your thumb because the hammer has missed the nail. And hit your thumb 
and you are now saying, Atali, this thing is not easy. Amen. Because every single profession has its difficulties and its challenges. But it is as you get into it, except those, those few people who are chasing something for money, those who are into medicine for money, into law for money, into carpentry for money, those ones, they never do well because their produce are, are money-oriented. They often don't... The table is like this. Because it was in a high to make three tables and collect the money. So when he brings it to you, it's crooked. And he won't give your money back because he's doing it not for the beauty or the skill of the, of the table, but for his benefits. That is why a good person, when you show him a fault, he will say, oh, I'll fix it. I'll fix it myself. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want you to see shepherding in a different light. Amen. Amen. To see, first of all, so I'm giving you some, some a, a window into, into shepherding, to see it as something. And the first point is that shepherding is the profession of our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And if your father, many, many families where the means are there, many children become, uh, uh, follow the profession of their parents. So if your father is a doctor, you are likely to have a doctor in the house. True or not true? Yeah. And if your father is a policeman, you are likely to have a policeman in the house. True or not true? Yeah. If so, I mean, it is, we, we, because what we see will form our image. And over time, we come to appreciate it. And that policeman, that doctor, that lawyer, that nurse is the one who brought us up in life. So it's not so bad. It's not so bad. I can do this one too. Hallelujah. So the first thing I want you to understand is that being a shepherd is the profession of our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And if he decided I can be a shepherd, I think you too can think that I can copy my Lord. I can copy my, my, my Savior. I can copy the greatest man who ever walked this earth. And me too, I can be a shepherd and do good things for others on this earth. What do you think about that? It's a good idea. Put your hands together. Amen. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 14. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. The high calling. Hallelujah. The high calling. I don't know which other profession has this designation as a high calling. But I'll tell you something. Being a shepherd. And a shepherd is a basenta leader, basenta leader, um, area leader, shepherd, pastor. All of those people who guide, oversee other people. We are all shepherds. We are all shepherds. I'm a shepherd. 
Amen. I'm a shepherd. We are all shepherds. And so Jesus, he didn't even say, I'm a pastor. He didn't say that he's a pastor. No, he said he's a shepherd. And so the high calling of God in Christ Jesus is the calling of a shepherd or a pastor. Amen. And that calling as a shepherd or a pastor is a high calling. Hallelujah. And the reason why you are here this evening listening to me is not for any academic qualifications that I have. Oh, not at all. Number one, if it is academics, there are people here who are professors. They should be standing here with a microphone. But it's not the case. If I was a pharmacist, none of you would bother to come and sit down and listen to me. Not even the nurses. Ask the nurses who are here. One, two, three nurses are sitting. Ask them, would you go and listen to a pharmacist giving a talk? Please ask them. Please, microphone. Would you go and listen to a pharmacist giving a talk? They will say, what for? Eh? <laughs> She's laughing at us. Eh, what for? They should go, they'll go. If you go, I'll go. Juanita, what, would you go? Would you mind a pharmacist has stopped to talk? Yeah. Item 13. They'll come at the end. Ah, uh, If there's item 13, then they'll come. And they'll come and sleep until the end. And wake, and they'll sign, collect their, their per diem, and then go. Not the talk. There, there is no reason why you would listen to me. No reason. Except that I'm a pastor. That's all. No reason. Amen. Yeah. One night, about three weeks ago, I was going somewhere. I was invited with another pastor to a certain church at Cronum. Cronum in the evening is bad news. Traffic traffic this day I was going they had closed one lane of the dual carriage so all the two streams were on one side of the road as I set off from here Google told me unusual delay (laughs) unusual delay I said oh what is this I mean I know traffic there so by 30 minutes, 40 minutes, we'll pass through. As we're going, the red was becoming redder. <laughs> Unusual delay. I said, oh, okay, let's pass uh, Asokwai Mampon. Then we pass uh, Tafo, pass Bremai, and then enter from somewhere, use all our shortcuts and dodge the road. As we pass our other routes and we're going there, the red was now pending, coming down our road too. Hey! unusual delay when we got there look if they say the cars are not moving it's like that so honestly we got there around 6 30 at 9 we're still sitting there we're still sitting there and we're going for a program so we called the pastor that charlie we are sitting here in the traffic. 
after an hour and a half, we have moved about 100 meters. So, the way it is, no, we'll get there around midnight. He said, wait, I'm coming. As we sat there in the traffic, and the road was blocked, nobody was going, suddenly, four men, or five men, wearing black suits, appeared. Then they said, are you the one? (laughs) Yes, we are the one. He said, wait. So we asked him, it's the bumper to bumper traffic. What are you going to do? You wait. So we're waiting. We're sitting in the car, waiting. They got down, four men. They stopped the car. Go back, go back small, go back small, go back small. They forced away. Then they took us into the other lane where the cars were coming. Look. <laughs> So we're facing the oncoming car in our car. These four men, they got down and they were running in front of our car, facing the cars. And I opened <laughs> And when the cars come and you see four men running on the road, <laughs> you pass. <laughs> you move. And then they took us to a point where the road was blocked. So we couldn't go again on the opposite side. We had to come back on the block side. Wait. They stopped the traffic. I don't know how. And they forced cars go off the road. And they brought us back on the road, go around an obstacle, back again on the other side. And they took us. Look, these four men, what they did is a miracle. They forced a way where there was no way. Then I told the other man, you know, if you are a doctor <laughs> or a lawyer or even a rich businessman, you'll be in the traffic. But because we are pastors, because we are pastors, that is why four men got down to run in front of our car, running and taking us to a place. Look, it is a high calling. You see, you, you, you may want to be a doctor. I tell you, doctors, as, as we are going to them, to the doctor's room, and we leave, and we are going home, we say, the man cried, didn't do anything for me. Eh, we, we don't even know. Eh, he just came and took my money. Eh, doctors, and even they cry, their power is limited. But when you become a pastor, you'll be amazed at what it is, the high calling of being a pastor, I tell you, is a very high calling. Amen. One of my great surprises of being a pastor is the respect that people give me. It's the respect. It's, it, it is, I, I wonder, ah, sometimes I wonder how do they see me? Now cry is worse. When I go say, oh, Archbishop, hey, it's worse cry. But even before then, when I was just a young pastor, Everywhere I go, people are always helping me. I told you the story, Pastor No Q. I've told that story. Hey, Pastor, look, one day I was a pharmacist stroke pastor, but I was a pastor in my church in Tamale. And I was called for a meeting of pharmacists in Accra, a board meeting. So I was coming for the meeting. And my a senior pharmacist, 
in the hospital was also coming for the same meeting. So I said, okay, we'll take STC from Tamale and come to Accra. So I got there at the station. There was a queue in the sun. So I joined the queue in the sun. I'm going to Accra. As I stood in the queue, humbly holding my money to buy my tickets, a man came and tapped me on the shoulder. A man. I don't know him. I don't know him. They said, Pastor, sit down. I'll buy for you. And I said, oh, nah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I will, I will, I will just buy my okay. He said, no, no, no. Pastor, sit down. Hey, I was trying to argue. He said, no. Pastor, sit down. Pastor, no cue. Pastor, no cue. Hey. So I said, okay. So he took the money and stood in the queue for me. And I went and sat somewhere in the shade. Then I crossed my leg. <laughs> and I just said, oh, bring a Coca-Cola. So I was sitting in the shade with my Coca-Cola. As I sat there watching the guy go, one, one, one. Who came next? My senior pharmacist. He came. Boko, he joined the queue. <laughs> I was watching. Will anyone say pharmacist no queue? Nobody said pharmacist no queue. He was in the queue like that. Ah, to the window. Well, I sat coolly in my chair, my Coca-Cola in the shade, and the man bought the tickets. Then he came and he said, Pastor, no queue. What a blessing. What a blessing. It's a high calling. It's a high calling. Amen. One day, when they used to give us Hidden Jesus magazines, they would send them by boxes to Tamale. And the first one, I was told, they are bringing magazines. I said, oh, magazines, then I'll go and pick it up. When I got there, they bought a box of magazines. I said, oh, boxes, no be anything. When I took the box, I heard, crap. Hey, it was heavy. Magazines packed. Hey, I said, what is this? So, I said, I better find my macho to lift this box. So I took my stand, well, <laughs> to lift the box. As I was lifting the box, then I had a friend called Sam. It was my friend. It was a station boy. Sam came and tapped me. Then he said, Pastor, step aside. Then Sam took the box. Shroom. Show me the way. Show me the way. And so, and Sam was bigger than Henry. Oh, yes. Sam. He said, oh, pastor, show me the way. Walk. Then I just began walking, and I was walking, and behind, come, Henry, well, follow me. <laughs> give, me, give, me a, give me a bag. Give me your bag. Put it on your shoulder. Yes. And he was following me. Like, <laughs> you know, I was just walking cool. You know, pastor no cue. Pharmacist, oh, I'll carry my book. My son. I will guide myself. You have no idea who a pastor is. No. I said, you have no idea who a pastor is. Because we have seen some few uh, 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 troubles here and there. Look, I saw a lawyer. His black coat was green. So, will we cancel all lawyers? No. 
our children are still trying to do law. Amen. I saw this lawyer. I followed him to the car park. I said, I want to see what car he would drive. An old car or something, an old 403 or, or something. And I, I followed him. And when I got there, he was just walking down the high street, uh, high, uh, Accra High Street. Just walking. No. You have no idea who a pastor is. And in your ignorance, you have turned down that offer to be a pastor. Ha. In your ignorance. Because you didn't know. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Chapter 8. And verse 3. Maybe the NIV or the NLT. Whichever of those modern translations. New Living or New NIV. For I can testify that they gave this is this is Paul talking about the Corinthians ministering to him that they gave not only what they could afford but far more. G- give me um, I'm using NLT and they did it of their own. Listen, this job called shepherding, you can't do it by force. Nobody can force you to be a shepherd. Any, any, any profession where you are forced to become, you become a killer. Yeah. That's why some teachers, some nurses, and some doctors, and some lawyers, they are killers. They will cut your head for 100 cities. They will give you injection of expired drugs, and they will charge you double the price. Anything you are doing for money is sports. But they did it of their own free will. And look at this. They begged us. They begged us again and again. Why? For the privilege. Ah, what a blessing. For the, they begged us again and again for the gracious privilege of sharing in their gifts. Somebody is begging to be a pastor. I want to be, I want to help you. I want to be what you are doing some. That's what it is. Those who understand, that's why, go to verse 3. Verse 3. It says, of their own, own, it cannot be that you are being forced to be a shepherd. That we must convince you, call you, tickle you, uh, 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 humor you, Try and crack jokes. Oh, be a shepherd, shepherd, oh, shepherd, 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 just to make you like a shepherd. What kind of shepherd are we? That you must force you. No, no, no. They came of their own free will. And they even begged us. They begged us. I beg you, I want to be a shepherd. High calling. High calling. That's what it is. Oh, if I can in crab well. That's what it is. Because medical school is hard. So you, you should cancel medicine. Mokola Law School. Do you know how many are outside, how many are inside? Hey, that's why peoples rise up and go to every other country. Go to Rwanda, 
go to uh, 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 Gambia to do law. Yeah, my child is there. <laughs> because our law school here, you can't enter. Because it's hard, we should cancel it. Hard is hard. Hard as for hard, it is hard. But it is an honorable profession. I tell you, it's a high calling. It's a high. Uh, look, one day, a grown up came to see me. I was much younger in those days. Grown up came to see me. They said, Excuse me. And I said, Who are you? Me? He said, Oh, yes. Pastor, come. Hey. And I went. And the man said, Excuse me, please. Hey, he's calling me, please. Then he said that, listen, come and hear something. Then I went. Then he began to tell me his marital problems. Hey! His marital problems. That his wife doesn't listen to him. And there's quarreling in the house. So what should he do? What will I advise him? I said, my brother is a piece of, I don't know what to do. <laughs> hey! But I, I see, and I, I was amazed at a grown-up man listening to me. Why? Because I carry the title Pastor. That's why you see a, a young boy, a young boy who is appointed a pastor, suddenly grown up. You see, many people don't do it well. That's all. They don't do it well. But many people, when you do this job well, any, that's why, look, one day, um, my auntie passed away. Funeral at Berkwai. So, we said we are going. As we, when we got there, hey, very beautiful funeral. Then they brought a, a letter from somebody. The man said, oh, I'm sorry I couldn't come for this funeral. I really would have liked to come, but circumstances didn't allow me. So he, he just gave some offering, powerful offering and something Hey, do you know who the man was? Kofi Annan. Yeah, to a teacher. His teacher, I think in primary school or something. And I said, look, if you are a teacher and you are a good teacher and you teach well, your students, they will never forget you. When they become president or whatever there is and they see you somewhere, they'll stop and call you by them. And you... You are a teacher of the minister of fire and, and stones. Then you are walking. Then he sees you. He will stop the car and say, Hey, take this woman wherever she's going. Because many teachers, is it teacher or teacher? Many teachers don't teach well. They don't teach well. They just come and just do anything, anyhow, and finish their curriculum and go away. That's why I still, they're not respected. But those who teach with their hearts, you see there are students. One of my sisters, she was working on tech campus. Her students are there. Oh, ah, she's working on tech. Oh, madam, madam, madam. Hey! Students are calling her madam. Yeah, because she taught them at Wasitre and they've passed and gone to university and they don't forget who helped them pass their exams, who taught them the things. I tell you, when you are a good pastor, your members will never forget you. They will never forget you. They will always come back and give. That, you see, when you read about 
uh, uh, these prophets they get seven cars ten cars and it's, it's not a joke at all it's real it's real because people are affected by what they did for them and some of them they are so affected just say take a car get a car and take it take a car because they, what you look one day a very big man came to me and this man is a very big man he's still somewhere very big man he came to me they said let's talk i said what is it oh my son my son my son is not correct he has gone to do dreadlock and he's smoking weed what can we do and i said listen when a big man is in trouble some troubles is not police police to make it worse he was looking for help. And when there's a good pastor, he didn't come to my church. He wasn't my church member at all. But he was a man I had met several times in town. And he said that I need help. Yes. When you do this work well, I tell you, you'll be amazed at the honor and the respect men will give to you. Yeah. It's a, it's a high calling. It's a great profession. It's what our master did and chose for himself hallelujah hebrews hebrews uh, our last scripture for tonight chapter five why why are we gathered here this evening why what is the purpose of this gathering because of hebrews chapter 5 and verse 4 and it says this thing called a shepherd it says no one can take this honor unto himself nobody can get up and say i'm a pastor i'm a shepherd that is why there are so many who are failing in this thing nobody can get up and become self-appointed you must be appointed I said, you must be appointed by a, a, a church power, by a church authority. You don't, you don't get up and say, I am. No. Somebody must make you into, into a, a, a shepherd or a pastor. That is why in our church, even a, a, this so-called percenter leader and shepherd, you can't just get up and say, I'm a shepherd. Many are called shepherds. Actuary, you are not a shepherd. I just a serious church member. To be a shepherd, you must pass posts. Yeah. You don't get out there, I'm a shepherd. Tell them, three are a shepherd. What, what shepherd are you? No one can say that I am a shepherd. You must be made a shepherd. You must pass through. And, and you see, because many of us don't understand how important, how valuable, how significant this thing is, we, we take it lightly. But tonight, let me tell you, one of the best things you can do to get honor and respect. One pastor. I'm closing. One pastor. He went to preach somewhere. As he was preaching, the service had ended. As he was finished, he was sitting in the pastor's office. Service had ended. And as they sat there, some lady came into the room. And they told him, she wants prayer. So she came to him. Please, I need prayer. Do you know who she was? 
Do you know who she was? She was the president's wife. The first lady of the country had come to his office for prayer. Hey! And the pastor said, you are first lady. And so what? You want prayer? Kneel down. (laughs) Kneel down. Kneel down and raise your hand. Listen, the first lady, the first lady of the country, who before the minister of, of fire and water, she will not kneel down. Before the IGP chief security, she will not kneel down. Before the vice president, she will not kneel down. Even here, oh, husband, crowd, I'm not sure. She will not kneel down. Before the pastor, I said, before the pastor, she knelt down right there and she raised her hand. And the pastor put his hand on her head and prayed for her. What, what other job can you call a bank manager? Come and see me. And he will run from his office and come and see me. What other job can I go and call a policeman? Uh, uh, DSP, it's me or it's pastor. Tell I need help. You say, come, come, come. Come straight in. Which other profession can you enter into? So many places. You don't qualify. You don't have a degree. You don't have any money. You don't even have a car. All you have is the title called pastor. I tell you, you'll be amazed at the doors that title can open. You'll be amazed. That's the pastor. As a pastor, I've gone to so many places. As a pharmacist. No, 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 no. No way. Madam, kneel down. Madam, raise your hands. Raise your hand. And then she humbly knelt down and raised her hand. And we said that this thing called shepherd. Don't understand what it is. You take it lightly. And you do it shabby, shabby. And that's why yours doesn't shine. Doesn't take you anywhere. That's why even your members, I'm coming next week. Your members who are with you don't fully respect you. They don't respect you because you are a teacher who comes to uh, the, the classroom smelling of aquatation. Yeah, you are a teacher come to the classroom and then you are chewing a stick. How would the children look at you and respect you? But when you are the teacher who comes in and you know your stuff and you are pouring them and you are helping them and they can see, Madam, please, I don't understand. Then she will take her time to explain. Ah, this teacher, this teacher will follow her till we finish. May you be that shepherd, that shepherd, that shepherd who will be so loved and respected that anywhere you go, you meet open arms, open doors, respect, salutation, and honor. Put your hands together and stand to your feet. Tonight, I want us to say a prayer that I want to be a good shepherd. Not a shepherd, a good shepherd. Jesus said, I'm a good shepherd. I want to be a good shepherd. A shepherd is is a high calling. It's a privilege. It is something which few few are, are, are given the chance to become shepherds. Few. And nobody can get up. You see, many are self-appointed. They don't go far. They don't go far. But tonight, I want you to desire that I will be a shepherd. I'll be a good shepherd. I'll be a shepherd who is loved. This high calling. Oh, I'll be one. Just pray for yourself for one minute. Just put your hands over your heart, over your head, over your stomach, wherever it is. Just say, Lord, 
I want to be a, I mean, my life, what am I? I'm a doctor, one of 10,000, and 5,000 I'm going to America. In American doctors, you are a black doctor in America, you're not respected. You are a doctor with an accent in London, you're not respected. I want to be a, a lecturer, a lecturer, many, they are living their bungalows, they have nothing to do. No, 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 no. Many professions, they have nothing. But Lord, this one, as a shepherd, it is a high calling. Lord, please, into, bring me into it. Bring me into it. I want to be a good shepherd, a good, good, good shepherd. Father, thank you so much. Just pray, just pray for one minute. Just ask God, I, I want to be a good one. Here I am, Lord. I'm a teacher. I'm a nurse. I'm a businessman. I'm a, I'm a, 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 a whatever you are. Let me be a, a pastor too. Let me be a pastor too. Let me have this profession, this high calling in addition to what I have. Oh, tonight is a chance, an opportunity to become one of those, to enter into a high calling, to receive honor and dignity from men. Salutation from men. Men will salute you. Men will make a way for you. Men will make a space for you because of the title shepherd that you have. Father, thank you so very much for for everyone here. I pray, Lord, that you open our eyes to see Jesus as our role model, to see Jesus as the one who exemplified the, the job of a shepherd above all else. The one who said happily, shamelessly, I am a shepherd. I am a shepherd, but a good one. Lord, tonight, touch our hearts, touch our minds, open our eyes to see clearly this calling, this high calling, this privilege that is laid before us and help us to walk into it with not by compulsion or by force, but with great joy and happiness. Thank you so, so, so very much. In Jesus' name, all the saints said, Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You may be seated. You may be seated. Come on.